This is the Gospelite Christian High School, home of the Torchbearers. This is your ninth grade English, Lesson 2. I am your instructor, Marika White. The goals for this lesson are 1. To learn to identify the functions of nouns. 2. To learn to form the plurals of nouns. 3. To learn to form the singular and plural possessives of nouns. 4. To learn to use nouns to improve writing skills. 5. To review and practice outlining. 6. To write a short biographical sketch. 7. To learn to be deferent, controlling my privileges and preferences in order not to offend those God has called me to serve, putting their wishes or opinions before mine. Our focus verse for this lesson is 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 33, which reads, Even as I please all men in all things, not seeking mine own profit, but the profit of many, that they may be saved. Subjects and Verbs Every sentence, in order to be complete, and thereby communicate a thought, must have a subject and a verb. The verb expresses action or state of being. The subject is a word that tells who or what about the verb. Did you know the word subject comes from the Latin subisere? meaning to place under, and the word predicate, which is another word for verb, comes from the Latin predicatum, meaning preached, proclaimed. In an imperative sentence, which gives a command, the word you is the understood subject. For example, serve the Lord with all your heart. The you, before the word serve, as in you serve the Lord with all your heart, is understood. In a sentence beginning with there, T-H-E-R-E, the subject follows the verb. The word there is never the subject of a sentence. Again, the word there is never the subject of a sentence. Proverbs 2.21 says, for the upright shall dwell in the land, and the perfect shall remain in it. Nouns as subjects and predicate nominatives. We have seen that nouns can function as subjects. A noun that follows a linking verb may function as a predicate nominative. A predicate nominative always renames the subject. For example, sport is my dog. Dog is renaming sport. Let God have your life. He can do more with it than you can. Nouns used as direct objects, indirect objects, and objects of prepositions. Nouns can also function as direct objects, indirect objects, and objects of prepositions. Remember, I direct object answers whom or what after an action verb, and an indirect object comes before a direct object and tells to whom 
or for whom the action is done. Appositives and nouns of direct address. An appositive is a noun that explains a noun or pronoun that comes just before it. Do not confuse an appositive with a predicate nominative. A linking verb separates the predicate nominative from the subject. For example, Bill, the only son of the McMurcies, is older than Sandy. The word son is the appositive of the noun Bill. A noun that is used to address someone or something is called a noun of direct address. Fellow believers, isn't the Lord good? And now, little children, abide in him. The noun of direct address is fellow believers. In the second example, little children. Nouns as objective complements. Sometimes a noun follows a direct object and renames the direct object. Such a noun is called an objective complement. The students called him Mr. Frenson. Mr. Frenson is the objective complement, referring to him. Do not confuse direct objects, indirect objects, and objective complements. Remember, objective complements function with the verbs that you memorized on page 9. Those verbs are acknowledge, appoint, believed, call, choose, consider, count, deem, elect, judge, make, recognize, thought. Ask who or what after the action verb. The answer will be the direct object. Then ask to whom or for whom. The answer will be the indirect object. Look for a word that renames the direct object. A word that renames the direct object is an objective complement. Two or more nouns may be joined by a coordinating conjunction to form a compound part. Nouns as compounds can function in the same way single nouns function. For example, our words and thoughts should glorify God. The coordinating conjunction is and. Some nouns name only one. We say these nouns are singular. Other nouns name more than one. These nouns are plural. For example, boy, singular boys, plural, box, singular boxes, plural. Some singular nouns already end in S. 
Many other singular nouns end in SS, X, Z, CH, or SH. Not all singular nouns that end in Y form their plurals the same way. We decide how to form the plurals of nouns ending in Y by noting whether the Y is preceded by a vowel or consonant. For example, monkey, the Y is preceded by a vowel, you simply add an S. Baby, the Y is preceded by a consonant B. Drop the Y to I and add ES. When forming the plurals of nouns ending in O, we must notice whether the O is preceded by a vowel or a consonant. If it's preceded by a vowel, you simply add S. If it's preceded by a consonant, you add ES. Some nouns end in O, which are from Italian or Spanish, do not follow the rules given above. The correct plural forms are given in your dictionary. What is wisdom and how can it help me succeed? I like Patches, but I know that my feelings for her are not the same as those I have towards my parents or to Jesus. You have probably heard people around your house say, I love you, as they send you off to school or to student convention. But you also hear the word love tossed around in casual conversation, such as, I love my school, or I love to play table tennis, or I love my cat. Sometimes a person will write, I love you, on a photograph or school yearbook presented to a special friend. But does a person love God or his parents equally with a pet or game or place? Are you saying that love has more than one meaning? I think I love my school. I love to go to Grandpa's farm. What do I feel towards Patches? She sure is special to me. Pastor Allthrough said we should not love the world and that the love of money is wrong. He also said a person is to love God with all his heart and his neighbor as himself. I once received a card from uh, uh, a girl. She signed it, I love you, but I don't think she meant it like she loves her parents. Besides, she doesn't even talk to me now. I guess what she called love was really something else. Would God have sent Jesus his son to die so painfully if God had only a casual affection towards us? We have a hard time loving God because we don't understand what it means to love. Newspapers and books use the word love casually. They refer to romance, affection, and even lust as love. Love is not passion, emotion, or pleasure. Love is something greater than infatuation or romance. Love can be added to romance, but it is not the same thing, and romance is not love. Neither is sentimental attachment to an animal the same thing as love toward parents or God. Patches is a nice cat. She may obey you and even be loyal to you, but is that love? She sure does act like she loves me, see? She purrs and rubs against me. But that's just the point. Her purring and rubbing against you have nothing to do with love. Well, what do I feel towards Patches? I sure thought I loved her. I know I sure am fond of her. We have great times together. I like her too, but real love is not the same thing as an emotional attachment to Patches, 
school, music, or whatever we like. It is not pleasure either. Having a great time with someone or something is not the same as loving the person, object, or activity. What about our school? I sure do love it. Or at least I think I do. Can I love school? On second thought, I guess I can't. That would be devotion to my school, wouldn't it? You're getting the right idea, Pudge. Love is a lot more than devotion to a place, thing, or person. Then what is love? We read of Dr. Baedeker, a missionary to prisoners in Russian jails. He was called a wise man because his love for people was demonstrated in action. He did something to show his love. We learn of him in the space. In the next space, I'll explain how he demonstrates or illustrates in his life and actions what love is. Some nouns ending in F or FE form their plurals by changing the F or the FE to V and adding ES, for example, leaf, L-E-A-F. Change the F to V and add ES, L-E-A-V-E-S, for the plural. Many nouns that end in F or FE do not follow the rule above, but add S regularly. Still others have two acceptable plural forms, for example, dwarf. D-W-A-R-F does not follow the rule. Add an S, D-W-A-R-F-S, to get the plural dwarfs. Hard feelings will not occur if we defer. That's what I need to do. The plural form of every regular noun ends in S. Some nouns are irregular and do not follow a rule. We must learn the plural forms of these nouns. For example, child becomes children, man, men, tooth, teeth, ox, oxen, foot, feet, mouse, mice, woman, woman, louse, lice, goose, Geese. Some singular and plural nouns have the same spelling. For example, trout, bison, wheat, fish, deer, salmon, grouse, Japanese, Chinese, sheep, swine, moose. Many nouns that we use are from Latin or Greek. Follow these rules for forming their plurals. To form the plural of a Latin or Greek word, if it ends in U.S., change the U.S. to I. For example, bacillus becomes bacilli. Bacterium becomes bacteri. If it ends in A, add E. Nebula becomes nebulae. Larva becomes larvae. If it ends in U.M., Change U-M to A. For example, bacterium becomes bacteria. If it ends in I-S, change I-S to E-S. For example, oasis becomes oases. 
Nouns that end in full are made plural by adding s to the end of the word. For example, cup full becomes cupfuls. Pocket full becomes pocket fulls. I prefer to defer so offenses will not occur. Nouns have four forms, singular, plural, singular possessive, and plural possessive. Remember one, we form the possessive of most singular nouns by adding an apostrophe and s. For example, boy, b-o-y, becomes b-o-y apostrophe s. Dress, d-r-e-s-s, -S, becomes d-r-e-s-s, apostrophe s. Number two, we form the possessive of most singular proper nouns of more than one syllable that end in s by adding just an apostrophe. For example, Jesus, j-e-s-u-s, and the apostrophe. Also remember we form the apostrophe of a plural noun ending in s by adding an apostrophe. For example, gifts, G-I-F-T-S, and an apostrophe to form the plural possessive. And number four, we form the possessive of a plural noun not ending in S by adding an apostrophe and the S. Sheep becomes sheep apostrophe S. Oxen becomes oxen apostrophe S. Some nouns have no plural form because they cannot be counted. In order to make these non-count nouns mean more than one, we must add a plural noun and the word off before the non-count noun. For example, toothpaste becomes two tubes of toothpaste. Hydrogen becomes five molecules of hydrogen. You must add a plural noun and the word off before the non-count noun. So the various rules for adding, well, for changing from a singular to plural include 1. Add S. 2. Add ES. 3. Add E. 4. Change the Y to I and add ES. 5. Change the F or FE to V and add ES. 6. Change the ending to A. 7. Learn the plural spellings. 8. Change the ending to ES. 9. Change the ending to I. Nouns that name particular persons, places, things, or ideas are proper nouns. Common nouns do not name particular persons places, things, or ideas. Proper nouns always begin with the capital letters. For example, England, Russian, June, William, Fujiyama. The common nouns are country, language, month, person, mountain, nothing specific. Concrete and abstract. God created all things. These things can be seen, heard, touched, tasted, felt, or smelled. 
The kind of nouns we use to name these things are called concrete nouns. Concrete nouns can be seen, heard, touched, tasted, felt, or smelled. Other nouns name ideas, thoughts, emotions, or experiences. These things cannot be seen, heard, touched, tasted, felt, or smelled. The nouns we use to name these things are called abstract nouns. Nouns can be general, for example, dog, or exact, example, collie. Exact nouns convey a clearer mental picture. Therefore, we should use exact nouns in our writing. Exact nouns make explanations and directions easier to follow. Exact nouns are also necessary to clear description. Here's a paragraph taken from Heroes of the Cross. One is general and the other is exact. The general paragraph reads, The thing was called a tarantas. The thing was made of something lined with something, and it had a movable leather thing. Alas, it had no things, so the jolting was dreadful. Three or four long poles, on which the thing rested, did something to lessen the shocks, but the going was rough at the best. Now here's an exact description of the same paragraph. The carriage was called a tarantas. Its body was made of wicker work lined with carpet, and it had a movable leather hood. Alas, it had no springs, so the jolting was dreadful. Three or four long poles, on which the body rested, did something to lessen the shocks, but the going was rough at the best. Life at its best. Abraham's heart must have pounded until he was afraid his son Isaac would hear it as they stood on Mount Moriah. Undoubtedly his head throbbed, and perspiration rolled down his face. He had offered many sacrifices during his lifetime, but this one was different. God was asking him to place his son of promise on the altar and yet retain his confidence in the love and integrity of the Almighty. When it became clear that Abraham was ready to slay Isaac, an angel stopped him and provided a ram instead. Abraham had totally surrendered his all to the Lord, and as a result his son Isaac was returned to him, and it were, well, as it were, from the dead. I read a story from nature that illustrates the idea of total submission. When two wolves fight over a territorial boundary, the conflict ends in an unusual way. When one animal realizes he can't win, he indicates surrender by exposing his jugular vein to the teeth of his adversary. For some unexplainable reason, the victor does not kill him. Instead, he allows the conquered to go free. Similarly, we believers must be willing to give Christ the most precious thing in our lives. The Savior wants more than our spare time and our leftover possessions. He desires and deserves to be Lord of all. Only when we are willing to let go of what we love the most can we experience the joy and freedom that come by yielding to the one who wins nothing but our good. Surrender is the secret to life at its best. Defer deference makes a difference. With tackle boxes and fishing poles in hand, Racer and Victor emerge from the house into a gorgeous, sunshiny day, just right for fishing. 
Ronnie spots them as he is driving by on his motorcycle and screeches to a halt in front of them. Not waiting for an introduction, Ronnie addresses the boys. So this is the new kid in town, huh? As Victor sticks out his hand in greeting, Racer attempts a polite introduction. Meet my new brother, Victor Manley. Victor, meet Ronnie Vane. Ronnie winces slightly with Victor's firm grip. Boy, you got the muscles, he declares. Do you play sports? Victor answers modestly. I was center for a school's basketball team on Pacifica Island. Wow, Ronnie replies admiringly. Let's shoot a few baskets. Ronnie doesn't seem to notice sufficient gear and parks his cycle. Victor looks at Racer. Racer winks at Victor, sets sufficient gear aside, and answers Ronnie, sure, we'll play basketball. After a few minutes of shooting baskets, as well as a time out for fresh baked cookies, Ronnie says, well, it's been fun, you guys, but I have to go now. As Ronnie bounds down the port steps, he notices a fishing gear. You guys weren't going fishing, were you? Well, we were headed that way earlier, Racer replies. You mean you gave up fishing to play basketball with me? Ronnie asks in puzzlement. Racer answers cheerfully. Ronnie, we can fish any time, but sensing that Racer would like to say more about spiritual things, Ronnie says a quick goodbye and speeds away. Racer, Victor notes earnestly, you were really looking forward to our fishing trip. Yes, I was, Racer replies. I would have preferred to fish, but having a chance to practice Christ's love is more important. Don't you agree? This concludes ninth grade English lesson two of Gospel High Christian High School, home of the torchbearers.